Welcome back to Road of Abundance. Today we have a special guest, one of my friends and a guy that I work with every week or at least every second week we shoot together. So Clint, thanks for joining us. I wanted you on the podcast for multiple reasons. First, you're a successful photographer and videographer. Second thing, uh, you had a pretty impressive health journey and now we train together. I push you through your limits. So uh, tell me who are you and what's the deal? <laughs> what's up? Yeah, my name is Clint from Santa Barbara, but um, on Instagram, just at Clint, Clinty's film, Clinty, <laughs> Cat the Bangle, Clint Eastwood. I got multiple Instagram accounts, so I kind of just live life on social media now. But um, yeah, I don't know, where do you want to start? Yeah, tell me. Um, so let, let's talk about your business journey, and then mm -hmm. we talk about your health journey. So um, how long have you been doing that, like photography, videography, and all that stuff, and how did you become successful so the guy that mm -hmm. shoots cover now you shoot for unruly and you have your own brands and all that stuff so tell me a little bit more about that yeah i mean if we start from the beginning i mean i was always a huge just computer nerd just video games every day my whole life and then built my first computer in fourth grade and that like set me on my journey of just electronics and then um once i got old enough at 18 when i graduated i became one of the like the first apple technicians and then that kind of got me into the realm of like actual business and making money doing something that I enjoy. And then from there, it kind of just uh, snowballed effects. So I uh, went from fixing computers to then um, working at a camera store. And then that's when uh, photography came into my life. So I've been doing photography for about 11 years now. And um, just like everyone else, I started from not knowing what a camera did, any of the buttons, I was literally just pushing stuff and seeing what it did. And <laughs> it helped because working at a camera store, I was like, well, if I'm gonna work at a camera store, I might as well become a photographer because it'd be a waste of an opportunity. And then that's what just gave me the idea to just run with it and just go all in on something. And you always like photography or like what made you want to work in a store? Like, did you have the vision to become something or? No, so at the time it was like a electronic store, Sammy's Camera, so um, they kind of just had computers. I was selling computers first for like three years, recession hit, and then they're like, if you want to keep your job, you kind of have to sell cameras because that's like the main purpose of this store. So I was like, all right, so I switched to the camera side. And um, once I started playing with the cameras, I was like, I really got to learn how to use these things because I was making no sales, like I was, <laughs> I did not know anything about these things. And then um, once I started playing with the cameras and learning about them, that's when I started falling in love with it because I just put all my effort and energy into it. So naturally, I fell in love with it. And um, just one of those things, I'm a quick learner, especially with technology. So everything came easy to me. And then I also had a creative side from all like the video games and stuff I used to play. So all, both of those combined just helped me. So that what led you to be the photographer you are now? Because now you're super talented. You have the eyes for it and stuff, but like you practice and you self-learn everything. Oh right? yeah. Always self-taught. I put hours and hours learning stuff. If I don't know how to do it, I'll learn. I'll spend, it's the amount of hours I put in is ridiculous. But um, yeah, plus having the technological background, I actually knew Photoshop before I knew photography. So like when I came into taking photos, I was able to do really cool stuff right at the beginning before people even saw that stuff. This was even before Instagram was out, before iPhone was out. All you wanted Photoshop before everything. Oh yeah, like I was doing just <laughs> random stuff, like creating our like little art pieces before anything, like all the app central came out, and 
the iPhone came out. That's so. Glenn Photoshop self-taught too. Like mm -hmm. you just put tons of hour that people don't see all the yeah, work that's just, behind. Yeah, I just learned like what was Photoshop? What can you do on it? Like manipulating images or just creating random stuff. Like I was always curious. I always had to learn, especially with computers, like having to fix people's problems without really knowing what their problem is. Like I had to learn anything related to a computer, software-wise, hardware-wise, and be able to answer a question when some random customer comes in and saying like, oh, like my Photoshop won't launch or I can't figure it out. I was like, well, I know how to do that because I spent hours randomly playing with it on my day off. Awesome. So. And and then when, when you started the journey, did you have the vision that, okay, I'll be a top photographer? Like, did you see yourself there? Like, what, what was the, the vision like and how did you get to this point? Yeah. Um, so when I was starting photography, I, I did everything. So product, people, pets, anything literally <laughs> related to photography. But then when I um, saw like uh, I would help a lot of fashion photographers that would come in and they're always kind of like assholes. But like I found it really interesting what they did <laughs> uh, when they were like buying like tons of gear, like the coolest gear. And then they're like, oh yeah, I make like $20,000 to shoot, like stuff like that. I was like, oh dang, that's like big money. Like I'm working minimum wage. And then um, what else was it? There's something else. Oh, and then when I like on my lunch break, I would work on um, downtown Santa Barbara. So I'd just go to random stores and like just kill time because I had an hour to kill. And I had nothing else to do. Um, and then I walked into anthropology and they had these really cool big catalogs that like, um, that were just free and the images were so cool and like colorful, unique pastels, like um, like lots of beauty shots with just, they built, like I still have the magazine, the first one I picked up and they built um, inside a room, a whole forest and then shot like a girl for their catalog. And I was like, this is really cool. I want to do this. And so I started collecting all these catalogs and just over time, I was like, one day I'm going to do this kind of thing. And I just, that was just in my mindset, like buried away. And then eventually it was just kind of like, um, what is it putting it out there it's like manifesting manifesting so little by little it was manifesting because yeah. i had an end goal that i wanted to go exactly so so it, it's cool that you say it because now you realize like saying your story you kind of realize that oh i manifested that because you saw what you wanted to do you focus your mind on where you are going with that now you collected like the catalogs the picture that you wanted to do and now that's what you're doing like now you're one of the best at doing those fashion shots like tons of nice heart piece that you put and like yeah. the cool stuff on Instagram. Yeah, what's nice is like now I look back on some of those, it's like, wow, I can actually make a better image than that. And I used <laughs> to think it was so unachievable. But yeah. Um, yeah, and then there's still some like ideas that I have saved that like are still my goal from even way back 10 years ago that like I told myself I was gonna do like in Greece, girl in a red, like in a, something either red, red or bikini or red dress with a fill flash at sunset. I know exactly the color tones. In Greece? I know exactly how it's going to turn out, and I'm just waiting to actually make it happen. But, like, this was from, like, 10 years ago. I've had this idea in my head. And so, That's like, cool. all this little stuff basically just... Yeah, so you have, always have the vision for your project. Yeah. And so. and you have other company, too, that you shoot girls, and there's a lingerie, I think. Mm -hmm. and stuff so, yeah, like there's that. Gooseberry Intimates. I work for them full-time. Did a collection for them. Started getting into designing. Um, went really well. Had the top-selling bikini. Um, top selling bra and that was like really cool and exciting for my first time and it was really fun and then it led me to basically opening new branches of creating for other brands or just in general like just going on lot path of just figuring out new things to do aside from photography so always just evolving did you always wanted to have a brand like did you see yourself having those lingerie brand bikini brand and all that stuff no I didn't 
Um, I always just wanted to create photos and like, that's kind of what my passion is. I just love, <laughs> shoot, I just shoot obnoxious amount of photos. Like all I want to do is take photos and all I think about is what could be the next coolest, biggest photo. And, um, but having these projects on the side is also fun because little by little, like I'm able to like start to work for myself kind of thing. That's cool. And what's your favorite now shooting girls, like, um, like women's in the best picture, right? Yes. So like a lot of fashion, uh, lingerie was always like my goal. So I started out big in the swimsuit industry and I was like, I really want to do lingerie though. So it was just lots of like basically buying other companies lingerie and like having to pay for that and then yeah. shoot the girls on it. Um, so it'd be like high quality it would look really like uh, good, fashionable. Mm -hmm. And then you have um, better locations instead of just the beach. I mean, I've shot so many beach photos. Like yeah, one I still can like create something new, but it's like, man, I've done like six years of the same beach, the same, yeah. yeah, the same background. And then when it came to laundry, you always had a cool <clears throat> new room, location, lighting, like so many possibilities. And then, um, but aside for that, like um, kind of the, my favorite genre that I haven't even gone into it really, but like I love um, like period pieces. So stuff like Pride and Prejudice, like the, the old like 1800s, like the dresses and chateaus. Oh, and okay, like combining, the old school stuff. Yeah, like, like so, with the corset and stuff. Exactly. So okay. that's like my dream, like campaign, like what I'm gonna make my, all my like my best images with, like art pieces. Like I have chateaus saved for one day when I start traveling again after COVID. Mixing that in with the laundry brands, either ones I make or ones I shoot for, and basically just creating new stuff that people haven't seen and combining it. So like, that's, that's cool. like. Currently, my dream. It's funny because a lot of guys would wish to have your job and like you're always surrounded with girls and lingerie and stuff. But as a model, and I shoot too, like because I since I'm in front of the camera, I had to learn how to be like taking the picture. So I know the angle, I know the color, I know everything. So uh, Alfie taught me like for eight, for seven, eight years how to use a camera. And then I have you like I, I work with a lot of talented photographers and they teach me. And actually, when you shoot, you're so focused on the pieces that you forget that you're shooting technically a girl. Like, and it's the same for you. I saw you work and we work together and you're so professional and focused and, and all that stuff. Oh yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> like, yeah. When I, I get so stressed out when I shoot, like it's just, I'm so focused on trying to like get the best image possible. Like I always just want to be like, the best, like stay on top. Like there's so much competition nowadays. Like everyone's like, just like anything else. Everyone's always doing something and yeah. they get better they have newer ideas I've been like it's like every day that I've done this is like it gets tiring on you but you kind of kind of just push forward so yeah when I'm shooting I'm just so stressed and like focused on getting <laughs> you the best image that like that you, I can't you like, completely disregard, just, like, yeah. zone out I'm just like all right <laughs> what can I change on this what can make it better kind yeah, of thing exactly. that's all I think about <laughs> that's cool and you also shot a lot of fitness stuff like yeah covers Iron Man stuff like so that was kind of random so uh what was it I guess we could do like a little small story. Um, uh, there was a girl that I really liked. We were seeing each other for a bit and then just didn't work out. But like it was one of those things where she, um, she said uh, like, oh, you're never going to like lose weight. And like I was pretty <laughs> chubby my whole life. Like I was eating pizza and like playing video games, like just nerdy good. And so like I was like, ouch, like kind of thing. And so <laughs> I signed up like that week for a fitness competition. I worked out like but barely and I didn't know anything about this and I signed up for a random like men's classic physique challenge. Don't know anything about this. <laughs> and so like had like half my friends train me, um, how to learn how to pose, pay for a posing teacher, learn how to lose weight for the first time in my life. I, had, I signed up 30 days before the show. So I did a 30 day cut, like definitely starved myself, but like I was able to get show ready in 30 days, um, three spray tans 
go on stage, pose to a song in like little booty shorts. And like, it was just so random, but that got me into the fitness industry. So the, the company that I did it for was Iron Man. They, like, they threw the show and then they saw a photographer. And so I started shooting their models and years down the line, because I kept up with that, um, like just shooting fitness, I started when they took over, like the magazine went digital, they started having me shoot all the magazines. And then now I have all these fitness covers and famous athletes. And it was basically, I just randomly fell into the fitness industry and no one ever sees it because I never posted on my Instagram, but like yeah. Yeah, there's some old ones, but like, yeah, I have tons <laughs> of fitness covers and shot all like the Mr. Olympia the athletes. I have one hanging in Gold's gym still, like all that yeah. stuff. So it's just like one of those things. So it, it, it's kind of when people say, oh, you might be lucky or this or yeah. that, but it's more like preparation meets opportunity. So you were a good photographer. You took an opportunity, maybe out of ego, out of pride, but it led you to this. And then when time was there and they offered, you were ready to shoot and making the best image. And then fuck it. You got oh, yeah. a few covers. I take all opportunities. Like, if it's work, I was just like, yeah. I'll take the money and like, I'll shoot it. And like a lot of people are always like, oh, you shoot beautiful women all day. I'm like, yeah, but I also shoot lots of men and lots of fitness covers. Like but I do it all. Like, I do. Yeah. I, was like, I just, yeah, I post on my Instagram cause that's what yeah. um, people like what to respond to. Um, and then they always, one thing I learned from a fashion photographer was like, if you're going to do something for like your career, only do that. Like, so I wanted to do just do fashion lingerie, like yeah. only show that. And that's the only thing people will think about you when it comes to hiring you. So like, that's why like my Instagram is just like straight that. Cause that's how I get and hired. And it's, it's what you're the best at. Like we work together. We shoot some, OF content, we shoot, and every time we shoot, we also make tons of nice fashion shots, and I get oh, yeah, like super cool. dope shot that, yeah, because yeah. I mean, <laughs> OF gets OF, and, yeah. and then at the end, we get creative, and, we're, and, and you're super good, like, to direct, and the IDs that you get, but it's cool that on your, that I know you're talented of everything, but as you said, it's like, when you want to focus on something in life, if you have to do your vision, you can't get lost in the process, Yeah. so you want to shoot female, you know it, you want to shoot fashion, this and that, that's what you're doing, so that's cool. Um, now let's talk about, uh, the health journey. So you oh, yeah. said you were overweight, fat. Uh, I was a gamer myself for years. Obviously I was skinny instead of being fat. I was eating probably like you pizza and all that, you know, when <laughs> you run from the game and you go eat and you come back real quick before the loading finish, that's yep. kind of a lifestyle <laughs> of a gamer. <laughs> so, uh, what? Like, how fat were you or how overweight? I don't know if people yeah. get offended, but word fat, so let's say how overweight were you? I mean, I, like, never took my shirt off at the beach. Um, everything was oversized. In junior high, I was the kid that wore the same sweatshirt every day. I was known as a sweatshirt kid. Um, I just, I had no definition at all. Um, we want a never, number. Yeah, ne <laughs> like, I mean, I guess, like, I mean, I was 200 pounds, but, like, I was also either shorter or it was just, I don't know. You're a little chubby boy. Chubby, yeah. Like man boobs, all that stuff. Super self-conscious. Um, and you're shooting after you were still um, overweight and you were shooting all those hot people. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was – it just – that always came second to me. Like fitness, going to the gym, I was always tired. Like I didn't really – one of those things where you have to like really dedicate some time to go to and focus on it. But um, when I did do the competition, I didn't take a single photo. So that took up my whole life. It was literally work, gym – um, eat, sleep, like that. Not a single photo. Didn't go out. Amazing. No, nothing. <laughs> that was all I did you for three dedicated. days. Yeah, it was really cool to experience. And um, so I want to promote health. That's what I do. That's that's as a life coach and, and fitness coach. Uh, I'm telling people all the time that it's not only that uh, being overweight is 
like you're not looking good and it's not good for your self-esteem and your ego because obviously you just said it you are wearing sweater not taking off your shirt at the beach and all those stuff so of course it impacts your mental but I don't tell people to get shredded or to get in shape just for the beauty of it it's more for the health benefit so like now you're in shape um, you're training you're dedicating your life so what's like what change do you see like if people hear you today and they're like oh shit I'm overweight it's time to change like what could you tell them that really made an impact in your life like what's the difference um, definitely in the energy you have a lot more energy um, I feel less sluggish um, definitely you get you release a lot of stress like if you have any stress in your life every time I go to the gym I feel instantly better afterwards like I feel relaxed and it like clears your mind and like it's just a it's just a great feeling especially after a hard lift session and then cardio on top of that and you're just like I all I want to do is sleep so there's nothing else to think about um, and then my skin would clear up um, what else that and just the self-esteem yeah the self-esteem was huge so now now yeah. you, you, you go shirtless at the beach I guess no I actually I'm still <laughs> super insecure and like that's why I'm training with you now like yeah um, I, I mean I see it you're in amazing shape right now and you're always at the gym like oh, I'm not big enough and this and that and it's like I don't know it's it's when you start the fitness journey it used to be like that but you're in great shape and um, as you said we're training together now I'm training you so what do you see as a major difference between having a coach and having no coach Oh, when you have a coach, you're you're forced to to show up, work out. There's no like, oh, I think I'm gonna go tomorrow kind of thing. And then on top of that, I'd say my workouts are double um, intensity, like, intensity efficient. I would be on my phone. Um, I would cut workouts out because I'd be like, oh, I think I'm done. Um, and then when you're with a trainer, even in the past, it was just they'll you'll finish your rep and then they'll they'll say like five more sets and you're like. Ah, uh, like, <laughs> and then it like it hurts. It doesn't even feel like I'm doing the workout because you're assisting me. So it's just like, but all that like you'll get, you'll see a lot more results quicker. Yeah, and also like for the people that can't have me as a coach because either um, it's more expensive in person and uh, I'm not present because they don't live in LA. Like having a structure to your workout make you achieve result a lot faster. So if they would go on the app and follow the structure, like you can say for sure because you tested it that having a structure instead of just going to yourself even if you're self-learning you're like me learning everything online having someone that has knowledge teaching you is 10 times better yeah 100 <laughs> it's just because you go straight to the point yeah. like if i gave someone a photography lesson i could get them an amazing image in a couple hours instead of them having to spend years of me figuring out and discovering it on my own yeah exactly <clears throat> so that's cool i mean i always tell people that they should have a coach or even if it's on my app and this and that because it's not that it's it's not about um it's about the investment in yourself like you gotta learn from the best and people that know what they're doing so you're saving time and uh now uh, we've been training for a little while and your shape has tremendously changed and you're i think in the best shape of your life right now and it's just the beginning yeah i'm definitely <laughs> in the biggest and strongest for sure so i'm excited for one and i really cut up <laughs> that's <laughs> a <cool>. game changer <laughs> Awesome, man. But well, I'm happy that you um, you worked on this. Now the part that you're a little weaker is the nutrition. Oh, my God. It's so bad. <laughs> We're working on it. But um, when you eat bad food, you see it on your body, right? Oh, of that, course. That um, I know what I'm getting into. Yeah, and, and you feel less energy and all that stuff. Like, you feel it. Oh, yeah. Sluggish, bloated. <laughs> Sometimes you get pimples. Like yeah. At least stuff. you don't drink. No, you yeah, barely, you, you I, don't, yeah, yeah. I, I just social drink. Like it was, I never got really into it. I like coffee. 
Awesome. Um, so if you can tell me like a failure in your life that you thought was a failure at first and then uh, turns out to be a successful uh, opportunity or something like that, like you say, fuck this. Because often where I want to go with this is often uh, life going to throw something at us to make us ready for the next level. And at first it, it can be either breakup or anything like that, that you're like, it was a disaster. I was so sad, but then it led me to this. Um, I mean, pretty much the simple one, you know, for the fitness was just, of course, a breakup that pushes you to the next level. You can see a lot on TikTok nowadays. Every gym one is talking <laughs> about a breakup and that's the trend right now on TikTok for fitness. And then um, when it came to cameras, that was also a blessing in disguise. It was when the recession hit and I lost the the computer fixing job. That was that's what comes easiest to me in life, like fixing computers. Um, and that was supposed to be like my my life's career. Like I was so I loved it. Like I could sit, I could watch a loading screen for four hours and not move. Like I don't know. I just that was my thing. And then once I lost that job, I was like, what am I gonna do now? Like that was like that's how I made my money. And then having to start from ground zero with photography, not knowing single thing about cameras, that ended up being like the best thing in my life because now it opened, it became a world of Instagram, not knowing that like that's the future was social media and images yeah. and that's photos. Cool. And what I like about you is that you just trusted the process and instead of complaining, you just were like, okay, I'll do, f I'll, I'll sell the photo, the camera and I'll learn it. So instead of fighting when life, gave you an opportunity you were like i'll take it and i'll make the best out of it oh yeah and you just started to learn to learn and to I be able all to opportunities i try out everything and i figured everything out and i i try everything that's cool um <clears throat> do you have a morning routine or work habits that make you successful um i would say the ability to just self learn I can easily figure something out by watching hours, researching it online. Do you do it, it every day? Just about, yeah. I'm constantly trying to think of something new that no one's done. And I've recently discovered some new stuff that's going to be cool for my photos. Yeah. And like I, <laughs> I put the money into it. I invest in myself all the time. I've, gone, I've gotten loans just to buy like stuff to test it out if, you know, if it wasn't going to work. And it always works out. But... I'm like someone that will. You trust yourself. I trust you put myself. The money behind. Yeah, I know. If, and you learn every day. If anyone can figure it out, I know it's me. Yeah, and that's cool because a lot of people talk about school and this and that. I'm a dropout out of school. I was a top student, like sleeping, getting 95%. Like it's just school wasn't for me. But I can say that I've studied more and learned more than anybody that has a doctorate. Like the exactly, highest yeah. school. I can like, say I've studied more than anyone I ever Every met. day I put one hour or two every day for the last like since I drop out at 17 and sometimes I put five, six, seven hour a day, like for, I don't know, about 13 years now. So I think you're the same as me. It's like yeah. every day I'm learning something, reading books, watching documentaries, seminar, learning everything, piano, whatever I want to learn, uh, neurology, like neuroscience, whatever I want to learn, I fucking put time in it. Yeah. If you look at my YouTube history, it's just like half of it's just gameplays <clears throat> of Zelda and the other half is just information on cameras. <laughs> that's cool. And and that's what makes you good because people think that we're good because um, because, oh, we just got lucky. I was I was born with that physique or whatever. But oh, I yeah, put I've heard so much so effort. Times. Like, yeah, they're like, oh, you were just talented with camera. No, it's like Alfie, same as you. He put so many hours. And back then when we started, there was not that many video about how to, oh, not at all. to do. We, we kind of created the trend now with all the influencer stuff. Like I've been an influencer for eight, nine years, but 
when I was doing it at first, the fitness stuff, there was not that many people doing that shit. Not at all, yeah. Always thinking ahead of the trends <laughs> has been like, yeah. we see it before everyone else. Yeah. And I could single-handedly, like with, um, even with Instagram, when no, I told so many companies and so many people that video was going to be the next biggest thing on Instagram. And this was about two and a half, maybe three years ago. No one cared. No one listened to me. And I started doing iPhone videos. And then yeah. I made a bunch of viral iPhone videos for like, hotels, traveled around the world, and it was completely separate from everything I was doing photography related. It was just a total side thing. And um, now, basically, there's a nickname, they're called Clinty Videos, and like <laughs> so many brands are doing it now, and they're three years too late. And like all the other photographers, yeah. they didn't want to do it, and now they're all doing it, and it's just like, yeah, it's I said like this three years ago. <laughs> once something released, you have to be on it. Like, I was, I was against TikTok last year, like a year and a half ago, um, I was like, oh, I don't want to do this platform, this and that, but I knew it was going to be the trend. So I just pushed myself. I did it for two months, like super, super hard, got over two, three million followers. Then I stopped and he did a break. <laughs> the app was very draining on my energy. Now I'm starting again. But when you do, when you see a trend, don't fight it. Or if you see a trend is going, try it. You, you're not oh, losing yeah. anything oh, to try it. And it, it's funny that you talk about iPhone because we talked about it at the gym the other day and we talked about a lot of photography stuff and, and modeling and... People often ask, what's the best camera? What's this? What's that? Guys, iPhone. Th this is it. 90% like, of my work is my iPhone. Me too. Like, <laughs> what do you take a picture with? Portrait, bro. The portrait is the fucking best, bro, if you yep. do Instagram. And then we have a tip for you. Like, the uh, the new video trend that Clint and I are doing is uh, um, the little zoomed effect mm -hmm. on TikTok. Telephoto. Yeah, so we, we, we kind of shoot the video, guys, and then you zoom a little to make yourself like a portrait, but in a video. And they look so phenomenal and so easy. Yep. Like compression makes everyone look a thousand so times more nice. flattering. Yeah, and and a 4K on the iPhone. Like guys, you don't need anything else. Don't. If you're trying to find excuses and you say that you need all the gear that Clint has, of course, if you can afford it and you're a photographer, you want this because he has to click a lot more than just iPhone, so the camera is more productive in a shoot. But just to take Instagram pic and even normal pic and stuff. The iPhone does the work, and it's 100%. like so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check. Um, are you, do you meditate? Do you like? Do you do spirituality stuff, or because uh, you manifest stuff, obviously? Mm -hmm. So what what's kind of your deal with that? Um, that's I would say just my imagination. I'm just always constantly thinking of something cool, something new to do for. Do you plan it? Photos. No, I think about it, and that's about it. Like I'll sometimes have to, I'll forget a lot of ideas, so I write them down. But like. I'm just, I'll, I'll see a lot of stuff and I'll be like, oh, I want to do that later and I'll have to save it. I guess that's kind of like manifesting. Yeah, you but save it in your phone. Yeah, anyway, or I try yeah. to remember it. Yeah, you should write it down and stuff. It, it, made, a, it, it made a difference for me to plan it, do the vision board and stuff because mm. I was like you. As a gamer, I think I had the same mentality as you. I was just super photogenic memory so I was like I remember this that's how I manifest mm, stuff always just but <laughs> but now I, I I'm, I'm starting to write and I do the vision board and all I think girls are better at this than I than than guys we are like with all this structuring and and and, and stuff 100 but now I, I'm trying to do it because uh, I mean it's working so yeah, like, I have to live by a calendar now I thought I never uh, was gonna need it and like I if I don't have something on my calendar, I won't remember it at all. I know. I used to start the day uh, when I had uh, like my ex, like five years ago. I'm so bad with with planning and all that stuff. It's it was my my weakness. 
now I'm putting stuff in calendar. I just started recently, like five years later, but I used to start the day with like telling my ex, yo, remember me that today I have this, 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 and text me at that time for this appointment. And she was doing it because girls are so good. She was putting on her phone and <laughs> texting me because <laughs> I was so bad at this. <laughs> and like, now I'm forcing myself. I just Siri it now. I'm like, yo, Siri, I have an appointment, this. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, it helps to do it, structure your life a little. Um, do you read books? No, nope. not at all. I I mean I read I read a lot of articles or anything online. I was just born on that era, so I I was Spark Notes in school. I was Cliff Notes. Never read the book. Still got the A. And then <laughs> and then now it's like YouTube. So so you do a lot of YouTube. That's your thing. yeah. That's it's, I would say it's equivalent. Cool. Um, if you have an advice um, to your younger self for people listening, what would you say? Uh, quit my job earlier and drop out of school earlier. I was wasting so much time. I, I, well, I wanted to do it, but I was too scared to do it because I didn't want like, my parents would get mad if I dropped out of school and then I was too scared to like, just lose my paycheck working nine to five. And You then, were scared a little at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I knew I was gonna do it, but I just never chose the like, just yeah. did it. And then once I got older, I just, did it and it was like it must have yeah. been hard at the beginning like like me i remember i went through a bankruptcy and i tried a lot of stuff i made a lot of money lost a lot of money oh, and yeah. uh you just always trust the process because you know you're gonna make it that was yep. the same for you yep i lived off of credit cards i would float money i learned how to float money by paying for rent using paypal which then was able to use my credit card in order to pay my rent so then i'd pay off my credit card later on down the year like i had to learn all these new things just to like pay rent and like creative bro. yeah like, <laughs> and then i would sell stuff like i'd sell my video game systems just to, to like have once again like rent again like all that uh, stuff like, i remember I, I sold a few uh world of warcraft account back then once i almost i almost sold it it was so funny for um like seven hundred thousand bitcoin um and i was like what the fuck is bitcoin because you know the gamer were always ahead of trend yeah and my friend was like yeah, bro, Bitcoin, it was like, it was 600 bucks that I was selling the thing, but it was like 700,000 Bitcoin. That's that's how little worth of Bitcoin. I was like, what what I can buy with it? They were like, oh, bro, you can buy Chinese stuff. There was only accepted on, market stuff. On, on the Chinese <laughs> yeah, website. I was like, fuck that, I'm broke, I want money. Yeah. <laughs> I would have probably sold it. Like People say, oh, you would be a millionaire. No, because yeah, actually, probably when it went to $1, sold it. Yeah, I would have sold, sold it. Yeah. everything. So you can't think like that, but I would have made more money than 600, but it was yeah. funny. It's like, I used to, game and then I was selling to do some other stuff and, and just making it. So I love it. Like quit school. No, I'm fucking with yeah. you guys. But if you have a passion and it's not related to school. So if you want to be a doctor, stay in school. If you want to be a lawyer, stay in school. But if you want to be doing something that is not at school, don't be afraid to follow your path. And even if your parents or family or anybody telling you shit and they're going to want you to fail people when they tell you that you shouldn't do it, they want you to fail. And they're gonna be like, I told you, but don't let your ego be in it. I remember um, my parents, like my mom was an entrepreneur, but I was working at a bank and she was like, you shouldn't quit, you could be the CEO of the bank. I'm like, mom, I don't give a fuck, I don't wanna be CEO of the bank. Like you think I'm gonna do like, I think I wanna lick ass to the top. Like I, I'm not born for that. Yeah. Like, nobody tell me what to do and when to do it. I was like, I'm quitting, I'll be an influencer. And I had this vision. And people were like, oh, yeah, because back in the day, remember, eight years ago, I was the only one shirtless in the gym with camera and, and tripod and just <laughs> yeah. everybody's training normally. And I'm flexing and, and being so cool. Yeah. And people are like, what? Nowadays, bro, normal. But eight years ago, it was yeah, just normal like, to do that shit. Like <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'll make it. And people were laughing on me. Oh, yeah. Who, who do you think he is? Blah, blah. And now that I made it, people are like, 
oh, it's so fucking cool, bro. You're so lucky to be hot and in shape. You, you wouldn't never oh God, make yeah. it. But bro, I've been doing it for eight say, years. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So it's like we put the work and we took the risk. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends took the risk. Like he invested sixty thousand, everything he had into Cardano, made three point two million. And people are like, "You're lucky. Would you have put sixty thousand on something you don't know?" No, we fucking take risk, oh, and yeah. then it pays. And sometimes I lost, I lost ten Bitcoin on a scam like uh, five years ago, when Bitcoin was a thousand dollar. I was telling everybody to buy Bitcoin that it was going to go up. People were laughing, but we're ahead of trend, and I'm not. I don't care, I take risk. I just did bankruptcy and I put all my money on Bitcoin, lost all of it. Then I took debt to pay a trading class and uh, lost money because I, I, I wanted to make money so bad that I was not efficient. Yeah. And then I just made myself back. Correct, yeah, you can always recover. Yeah, um, let me check. What was your best investment in the last year? could be not only material could be you bought a class you went to a meditation retreat like whatever like the best oh, thing uh, for yeah you. i would always say just traveling um i don't I know like if it that. was last year i can't really keep it time with covid but like whenever it was two years ago or a year and a half ago like when i whenever i travel that's always the best investment so like i always I i'll pay for my own hotel that. pay for my own <laughs> flight everything and like that's always been the best investment yeah, I find it too. Like it changed my life. Yeah, when I was 100%. unhappy and sad, at the, like I had everything and like everything. I mean, I had money, luxury car, luxury apartment, everything that you're supposed to have. I was making over a hundred thousand a year, and I was like, I'm not happy. Was was the next thing, and then I started traveling. Like, sold everything and went for traveling, and it changed my life. Oh yeah, it's it's awesome. The people you meet, the places you see, and like I'm just like. I just walk around in shorts and sandals and like, <laughs> Bali and you're just and like, you're not stressed. Yeah, like, like eat my pizza, drink my coffee, and then I'm like, well, back home I have, I'd be driving. Eat your like, what? My, your my, pizza? Eat my pizza. Yeah, change yeah. that. Oh yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. And then the next no, time I slap the fuck out of yeah, you. <laughs> I'll just have my iPhone out there and just like taking awesome photos, meeting new people and friends, and then I come back home. It's just like material things, cars. Yeah. Like, five cars. Sometimes like. you, 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 yeah. Sometimes you get lost. That's what yeah. I like about Bali. I had the scooter, and you're so happy. You put one dollar of gas. Scooter is 150 a month, and you're bawling, mm-hmm. and, and you're, you're you're driving like a maniac in in, in Bali. It's so funny, um, but yeah, traveling is def- definitely the best yep. investment, 100%. and you reconnect with yourself, and you just forget about everything because you're not your subconscious is not attached to. So when we're in Los Angeles or home or what, wherever you live, you're attached, your subconscious detect everything, your iPhone, your Instagram, your house, your, your everything reminds you of something that oh, triggers yeah. emotion. And when you're in vacation, you can just disconnect and, and, and be you and reconnect with yourself. Yeah, so, it's a lot quieter. Yeah, definitely traveling is the best thing. And people, sometimes they're scared. I had a friend, she was like, uh, she's making probably 70000 a year. She has a normal job. Um, and then she wanted to start a business. But then she was like, I would love to travel, but I'm going to start the business so I can't. I'm like, why don't you sell everything, quit your job, go traveling. And then when you come back, the worst thing that's going to happen to you is that you'll go back to this normal job because you don't have anything in life. Like, norm, like not most of people, they don't really have anything. Like, And you don't need to travel for expensive to experience all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you can backpack, there's a lot of things. But people are scared. They're like, yeah, but what do I do when I come back? Worst case scenario, you start from the scratch and you fucking go back to a job like you had and you do for a year and then you start something or whatever. Yep. That's cool. Let me check. 
what other uh, question I have for you. So what's your tricks when you feel unfocused or overwhelmed? Like you have, since you work a lot, you read a lot, oh, what yeah. do you do Again. to keep the focus? Um, Except coffee, because I know you drink a lot of coffee, so I yeah, want something lots else. lots of coffee, lots of gym. <laughs> um, I've, luck I've been lucky enough to always just enjoy what I do, so everything like on the computer, I'm just, I just stay on top of it. I'm always focused. You don't need motivation because you love what you do. So that's the motivation. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I love what I do. It's all I want to do. So I'm lucky enough to have that as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm always been able to just stay on top of things. I know like there's an end goal, like one of those things, it's like, I'm getting older. Like, yeah, yeah I just got to stay on it. Like there's no point in just stopping. So you're motivated you have your goal and you love what you do. So yeah. it makes and it And I get easy. inspired a lot too. So that yeah. helps. I was like recently, um, I'd spent like $2,000, maybe $3,000 on stuff that's discontinued that, um, on a, just a single idea that I'm going to do as my next like thing that no one really ever is probably going to do, um, <laughs> for, for photos and cameras and make a book. And I recently just randomly got inspired by that and I put the money to just try it out. Completely cool. failed. All the film is expired from 2012. Com completely not work at all. And I always saw the money, but I have a feeling it will work. I'm sure it will. You'll make it work. And um, yeah, on that note, I'm happy that now you're on the LT path. You're successful. And it's just the beginning. I see you getting in the best shape of your life and uh, keep working your business. Do you have anything to add? Like anything you want to tell people? Uh, also, have to tell us where they can find. I know you said it at the beginning, like social media and all stuff. And yeah, last word. I mean, just put the time and effort. I give. I talk to so many people. They always ask for advice, and they never take it. They they never put the time to just to just post a single photo a day. Like <laughs> you have an iPhone, you're on your phone seven hours a day. Like you can literally. They're scared of judgment. I yeah, think I a lot know. of people are scared of what other people think, which is like social media is kind of this super negative TikTok stuff and like yeah. people even if it's scared. not like social media like I've given so much advice on anything related to Camera. just work business yeah. ethic or just becoming successful in something and they never start yeah <laughs> it's like, like I heard that I think 75% or 80% of people that buy classes online stuff they never open it they buy it to feel good that they oh I bought this yeah, and they talk about it I bought this app I bought this, this yeah. coach I bought session but they just Oh, it's so cool, but they never actually do it. Yep. So you just say, put the fucking work. Yeah, just like, put the work into it. Walk the, like, do you want to do it? Walk do it. the talk. Yeah, that's the expression. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Tell yeah. us your social media. Where can we find you? Uh, and, my main uh, one, yeah, Instagram's my main platform. It's just at Clint. And then uh, I have side accounts. Just Clinty's film is just for film. Clinty is my video account. And then um, I got another basic brand, which is coming out. It's my new sweatsuit line, even though it's 110 degrees. But... Everyone's like, why are you launching sweats? And it's the hottest thing ever. Like, well, one day you're going to want them. So yeah, exactly. That's why I'm doing it. So that's we'll, cool, you guys man. will see in the winter. And I'll, <laughs> be, I'll be somewhere traveling the world <laughs> while you're not. <laughs> exactly. Amazing. Thanks for coming, bro. I'm happy to see your journey and your progress. It's uh, super inspiring. So uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for watching. I'll see you in another episode. <laughs> Where do I look? Bye. <laughs> <laughs>